How long gone? Uh, it's Chris Black coming to you live from a sunny but chilly lower Manhattan. DJ Them Jeans, how are you feeling? Uh, who, me? I'm feeling aight. I, I went to see Rick, our, our bodywork specialist, a couple of days ago, and I just finally am back to normal. He yeah. really... He put his foot in it. You know, you know when you when you see those videos of those guys who are like in the swamp and then they dive into the murky waters and pull out a catfish from a hole and it's all struggling and writhing around. It's slippery, of and stinging them. I feel like that's what Rick did with with the inside of my body. Were you having some specific problems or just the wear and tear of travel, performing, um, limited exercise, eating terribly that kind of just take its toll on you? Uh, no, it was just a regular preventative checkup. Basically, I've been doing okay. a lot of, uh, been, I've been doing a lot of rehabilitation stuff, making a lot of progress with my, um, my, my functional movements and functional patterns of course it's i don't know it's kind of hard to explain but i felt some weird thing where i was like all right i did a lot of stuff and now i'm gonna hand the keys off to to rick and maybe he can move the ball across the line you know of course not to use a super bowl metaphor no 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 yeah on the on super bowl weekend shout out to diplo i know it's tough over there in scottsdale right now but just pace yourself all right i mean i saw that bia took the ovo the ovo plane to to arizona and i was kind of uh looking for my invite but it it never arrived uh but so damn hold on Pickle Rick is known for his extremely long sessions. He can go rounds on your body. Um, so <laughs> I was just wondering. think that he invented sex. I mean, <laughs> I mean, massage. He he. Pickle Rick goes Trey Songs mode on you, and I. He's talk. His he's toxic, but his hands aren't. <laughs> how long? Right, go ahead. How long this particular uh, session in the in that dark apartment in Burbank lasted? Well, when you uh, <laughs> when you're dealing with somebody like that. Uh, the massage is done when the work is done. You know what I mean. So no, we, of course, we can't I, put I a time frame that. on it. So this this clocked in a little, just a just a hair over two hours. I would say that's pretty good because I feel like I've had a hair under three hours, and I was like, all right, let's let's wrap this <laughs> well, up, bro. You had you had no more tears left to cry. Finally, at that three hour mark, note to self: that's the song on the episode. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm glad to hear that you've reconnected with Pickle because I found. I told you this. I found a pickle-esque style Chinatown place here in in New York where a man named Charlie kind of would laugh at me when my pain was so severe that I had to I had to <laughs> make a noise, and I kind of liked that. It was a combination of pain release and negging uh-uh. that was kind of uh, you know i i hope he didn't see my erection is what i'm saying don't don't let him hear about this over at sniffies.co.uk that's <laughs> no, going I to would. send ripple it could shut down the server shut down um but yeah so I'm, I'm glad to hear that so you're feeling you're feeling rough and ready now yeah yes yesterday i was like nauseous i was just i was like so out of it like yeah if you really reorganize the organs in my body um okay and and now it's kind of now the i could see clearly now and I'm, I'm finally coming out of that haze but yeah i feel good now i'm ready to do a nice weekend pod we're potting on a saturday not a sunday because of uh, of super bowl tomorrow i won't have time i'm gonna be so busy in the kitchen Getting getting supper started for you boys for the big game. Jason's uh, seven layer dip is a twenty four hour process, so it's kind <laughs> of he's he's set back. He also has to hit Bevmo to get one hundred and sixty five Coronas, <laughs> kind of to put to to put in the backyard. So it's I know it's going to be a lot for you, and I hate to be missing a Super Bowl soiree because as a person who 
obviously um, doesn't really care about football. I do like any event, appointment event that brings us together as a society. Mm -hmm. And I think that this, this game will do that. Um, because for the, for, this is often the case, I think with the, with the halftime performance, it brings the, the gay element to the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. beyond looking at, looking at all those beautiful butts. Um, there is now a 20 minute performance of greatest hits, um, from one of the shining stars of, of the last, you know, decades of pop music. The dolls get 15 at halftime. Do you think, do you think she is going to play your favorite? Do you think the Calvin Harris collab will make the cut? Of course. Of course. I mean, okay, that okay. will be, that will be, you know, I don't want to do a, a Drake style prop bet, but I think smart money is that will be the finale. Well, wow. that'll be the second song. That'll be the second song before the final song. I think the final song will end on a little bit more of a quieter note, and then um, we we found love will be the kind of what is the word penultimate. Well, what about the what about throw it up, throw it up? Do you think she'll play that? Yeah, of course, of course, but that's a mid-tempo banger. No, no, look, I, I'm not trying to. So I'm not, it, look, I'm not trying to debate. Bum, 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 and then someone's going to come out. There's going to be like uh, some type of troubled youth dance squad is going to come out and <laughs> yeah, do yeah, a, course, a, yeah, a lit yeah, routine yeah, choreo for that, uh -huh. and then it will end on a, a, a triumphant song. I mean, I don't want to do. It, it could be shine bright like a diamond. But that's that's a little slow. I don't want to. The get, last time she put out a record, George yeah. Bush was in office. So who even knows what? It'll I don't want to. I don't want to get into BPM talk with you because obviously I haven't. I mean, my knowledge is so limited compared to an expert like you. It's like uh, it's like feeding caviar to a child. What's the point? But it, but it seems like but it seems like so you're saying it's going to end on triumphant and somewhere in the middle it'll it'll slow down and we'll maybe get a little ballad but not stay level ballad. Um, we'll do stay but not the whole song. It'll be one verse yeah, okay. of and the melody. But it's such a powerful song to all the survivors out there. It's like a DJ Them Jeans set where you only hear just enough to wet your whistle and then it's on to the next chorus. It's it's sort of like it's sort of like now that you say that, it's like the reverse of just the tip. It's like yeah. it's like just the girth. I you know, my my low key uh sleeper Rihanna favorite is four or five seconds featuring um, Sir Paul McCartney and uh, oh, we know. Um, unfortunately canceled Kanye West. He likes the one the one Rihanna song for white people. No, it's the one <laughs> Rihanna song that has a good guitar part. No Rihanna song should have any guitar. I disagree, Jason. I think I think I think the, we won't get into it. I think the, it's a good song, it, but I, I'm hoping that she'll put on kind of a denim outfit and give us a couple bars. But I'm thinking because of the situation with. Kanye, it's probably not going to make the. Uh, it's not going to make the the, pl the 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 set list. Right, right. You know? She could bring out Paul, but when it's time for Kanye's verse, we'll just. It's a it's a medley, guys. We had to zip in and zip out. It's the perfect crime, if you ask me. She has to bring out someone, right? Like that's that's the that's kind of the Super Bowl way, if I remember correctly. She'll bring out multiple people. Hopefully, it is not DJ Khaled. But because of the blood oath that she has signed, that it might be unavoidable. Okay. Because, I mean, I'm trying to think of the – I mean, I think the great Super Bowl performances, uh, I think we think of Whitney Houston. We think of Prince and the Rain, of course. And Prince would never bring any – Of course. Prince would never bring anyone out because he doesn't think anyone no. is good enough. The only person he brings out is his other ego. <laughs> He's got his other ego playing every backup instrument. <laughs> RIP to the god, the purple one. Um, but I think that, that in past years, you know, I mean, obviously, I think last year was J-Lo and uh, Shakira Shakira, which was considered a little bit of a flop. You have w one person who's an actress, and then you have Shakira, who's great, but, you know, 
she doesn't really have a Shakespearean level back catalog of bangers. She's got three. No, her catalog three slaps. Yeah, her catalog is not deep, and that's why they had to share it. And JLo, I think JLo has more slaps than we might realize because I feel like her music is so innocuous that I don't even know it's her. Yeah, but then I'll know the words. You, you know what I mean? Because it was it was a big radio thing at the time. But mm-hmm. look, I'll be tuning in. I'll be tuning in live from New York. It might be a cheat day. You know what I mean? We might order a little pizza or something. <laughs> get get Al nutty, get nutty. Al a dozen. F- uh, get Al a dozen wings, you know what I mean? Extra spicy. I don't know what I'm capable of where, where when do it comes you, to um, pigskin. I know you live in the East Village of New York City. What's the local wing, the wing depot that you normally stop by? You're local. Don't worry. They opened a um, a, a uh, wing stop in the Lower East Side in a in a new development. Mm. So I could go there just for some kind of, get dependable. You know, you know what I mean? It's a New York style wing stop wing yeah exactly in new york style we do things differently around here um as you as you know i haven't had a hot wing since uh, george bush was in office so <laughs> i can't i can't george bush senior was in office and i can't um so i don't really know the local spots maybe you can get a chick-fil-a cauliflower buffalo sandwich yeah i want to talk about this because i i know you're a known chick-fil-a hater and um obviously yeah. I stand. What's to like? Uh, well, their Christian beliefs obviously align with mine. Unfortunately, they are anti-gay marriage, which is something I have to disagree. The food with is again. mid, and they've donated hundreds of millions of dollars to right-wing anti-gay okay. people. Okay, yeah. If the food was good, that'd be one thing. <laughs> yeah, well, but let's... you eat it, and it ain't got no seasoning. It's chi- it's fried chicken for white people. Yeah, but your your in and out has Bible verses on the cup, so I'm wondering where their money is getting donated. Just a thought. Oh, I know exactly where it's being donated. It's being donated to their payroll team because some of the highest paid, happiest employees over there at In-N-Out. <laughs> okay, How so much Jason are they making is... over at Chick-fil-A for that white people wings? Fuck that shit. They don't even have wings. You just got uh, uh, an innocuous chunk of white flesh. I don't care. I don't care about Chick-fil-A at all. I don't care about any of this. Like, I don't Good. like the fact that that fast food and eating fast food and fast food releases is part of like <laughs> hype beast culture. You know, this bothers me deeply because it's disgusting and bad for us as a society, but we just can't help but get excited about a new stuffed crust you eat in reverse from Domino's or in this case. Well, the, the, pro- the problem is we we uh, food used to be stuff that you eat to stay alive and to enjoy and now food is a product and now sure just like how long gone everyone wants to talk about products only because that's the only thing we have in this terrible existence that's all we we have that's what it is it's either that or we have to talk about like chat gpt so i'm but i'd rather talk about chicken sandwiches oh hell no i ain't gonna do that it's actually doing some pretty crazy stuff (laughs) have you tried it though dude because it's like accurate um so chick-fil-a the the something that i obviously i grew up with as a, as an atlanta uh former atlanta resident it's it's part of our culture um i've been to the original location as a husky hunky. Uh, yeah, as a, the original the original um which is called the dwarf house because it has a small door it's not called graceland it's called greaseland yeah and you're able to go there and so greasy ass i've never built with truett kathy himself um because i don't go to church but i think that's where you could kind of find him the owner of chick-fil-a's name is truett kathy yeah yeah speechless also the fact that i just know this off the dome is dark it's dark um but they've released they're finally getting into a a vegetarian offering with a a cauliflower 
chicken sandwich. Is that correct? That's that is correct, and it, it does sound interesting. I'll try it. I mean, it's not as interesting as when Popeyes dropped the sandwich, but you know. Okay, but is it spicy? Is any it is, is it regular? Like, what is the? Is there any? Is it is it just meant to be? the vegetarian kind of option that they offer or is there anything special about it i mean does chick-fil-a have anything spicy on the menu you know what i mean metaphorically speaking of no course. i don't think th- i don't actually know because i haven't been inside one in 25 years but they i feel like they probably have had some advancements in the menu but the reason they just have toxic polynesian sauce whatever that the means. reason to go to chick-fil-a is for the waffle fry and i think that is really this is going to get vegetarian <laughs> this is going to get vegetarians through the door because they're going to be they're going to be able you can't cuz going somewhere and getting fries and a milkshake is obviously disgusting stoner behavior mm-hmm. but if you're able to get a sandwich and your peach milkshake then you know it's a little bit more of a, a coup yo i mean it's just it's making me feel like a, a vegan old head where it's like back in my day I used to eat French fries for dinner because that's all we had at Wendy's no no uh-huh. and now you now you pussy motherfuckers have some things called nuggets with like a trademark symbol no it's 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 called nugs it's called nugs yeah i mean i don't (laughs) but i I wonder if this worked for um i wonder if this worked for burger king when they released their beyond whopper because the whopper and the level of char and the style of cookery that goes into it i do like remember that like i have a nice sense memory of a whopper weirdly even though i didn't eat them that often interesting so the, the the beyond whopper appeals to me more than the cauliflower chicken yeah i i agree with that real heads know about chick-fil-a that the the best it's breakfast mm-hmm. yeah sure jason of course. breakfast at chick-fil-a they have they have a beautiful um uh, medallion style hash browns mm. um that that are at the grab and go the best thing there and then of course the the classic chick-fil-a chicken biscuit um which is superior to the sandwich because a biscuit obviously southern delicacy mm-hmm. that's something they can specialize wow. in you know sounds like so- we're we're both a couple of little hungry boys today on how long gone i like it well you know i think it's i think i can't wait to sit in in your um brand new uh certified pre-owned mercedes for 35 minutes on um hollywood boulevard waiting to try a cauliflower chicken sandwich nothing says <laughs> nothing says Welcome back to LA like that, Jason. And I'll make sure to get you a large Dr. Pepper because I know you're feeling like a real bad boy. That sounds good, but you must have me fucked up if you think I'm going to wait in line at Chick-fil-A. I'm going to hire my assistant to go do that or something. Well, you can't be seen. That You know, if PETA caught you there, it'd be, it'd be kind of a bad look for you. Well, there, don't worry. There's one in Burbank, too. So after Pickle Rick beats you up, you could kind of get oh, I'm aware. get some sustenance. That one's really popping. I can't even find parking for the coffee shop because there's too many people getting chicken. Yeah, you, uh, you also, speaking of food, Chris sent me an article... From from eater.com, you should be saving your rice water. Uh, yeah. Like the rice that you use to wash, the water you use to wash your rice with. And I was like, damn, is this article from the year 532? Like, who's really. It does feel really like a BC that? type beat. Um, I have not. <laughs> um, I don't even understand what that means, obviously. So I'm a little confused. Okay, so basically, when you when you get rice before you cook it, it's it's customary to to wash it because it'll have some kind of dirt and impurities and okay. just kind of like general random shit on there that will sort of make the rice a little muddled and not perfectly clean or whatever. So you kind of give it a few rinses. If you watch Jiro Dreams of Sushi, there's like okay guys guys that train for like years or like maybe 10 years just learning how to wash the rice perfectly before they're even allowed to make sushi. Like it's a very serious Damn, okay. process for a lot of people. And they're saying that one should save the the rice water because you can use it 
sort of in the way that pasta water is used okay, when, you're, okay. when, when you're finishing a pasta. Is this something you will try or do you think this is one of the stupidest things you've ever heard? It's one of those things like when you're like you're straining something or like you you whatever, you have like a, a thing of water that you need to dump out and if you're feeling um guilty or I don't know like if you if you have like a David Chang level guilt inside of you then you might take that thing of water and go out to the backyard and dump it on the on the plants or something instead of just pouring it down the sink you know what I mean oh I see okay so I think if you have this spent rice water then if you go and dump it on your plants in the backyard it might you know give some micronutrients or something like that that Help it grow better. Help it grow good. I don't know. I'm waiting. Okay. Okay. Cut through some of the fluoride that Joe Biden's been putting in our water. (laughs) I'm waiting for rice water to make an appearance in a cool, uh, well-designed bottle. And then I'm able to uh, drink that for for $7. (laughs) It'll Um, be WTR. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) R-C-E-W-T-R. Oh, you don't drink rice water? I mean, oh, when, wow. when black water dropped. Are you literally standing? When black water dropped, I was skeptical, but rice water. I forgot about black water. Rice water has legs. I think this goes with our Palm Wonderful <laughs> discussion. It's uh, the, 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 the fallen. We, we must, ra- we must um, fly our flag at half mast for all the fallen uh, DTC beverages that we've lost along the way. And, <laughs> and I, I think that rice water could kind of get that flag up the pole. You know, if we really kind of thought through this one. Rice water is my seed oil antidote. <laughs> I think that anything we can do to combat the seed oil takeover of our cursed country and oat milk becoming the default, not a choice, but merely the only choice. Um, it, mm-hmm. It's it's disturbing wh- where this country is going in many ways. Hold the line, brothers. In many ways. Yeah, in many ways. This is disgusting. When I tried to talk to that barista in stockholm about seed oils and she looked at me like i was a fucking maniac <laughs> i knew that we had i knew that because you know I, I think i said this though stockholm is the is the home of oatly that's where oatly is was invented so that's like going down to your mama's house and talking mess on chick-fil-a yeah it's like saying it's like telling my mom that coca-cola doesn't taste good you know um mm-hmm. it's not it's not accept, it's not acceptable so in stockholm they said you could take your little ass on they did and even though the girl that this barista that was acting like i was insane interestingly from california so i was a little bit like well, i don't you know i don't you see you said i just think it's fierny yeah exactly yeah <laughs> that's exactly what i said to her um that's exactly what i said uh well i had a i had a kind of a, a big night on the town last night jason i don't know did you go out last night uh actually no i went out the night before but last night was just a rest and recharge night you know what i mean get my beauty sleep okay Okay, I'm glad to hear that. I'll tell you all about it in a little bit, but I want to hear about your big night out in the town. What gala was it? It wasn't. There Colleen was... Estrada after party. What was happening? No, I didn't go to the animals parade. Um, but I, um, I, I, uh, a friend of the show, uh, Nicolo, had a, an art opening, so I went to that and linked up with with some um, friends there, and then uh, Jacob and, and his and his buddy. Uh, took us to Odeon. They had, Who's Jacob? Jacob's our fr- uh, my friend that I work with. You know him. You've met him before. Very good-looking guy. Jacob Price. You've, okay. you've met him. I didn't know if you were talking about Gallagher or who knows. Oh, I no, know no. a lot of Jacobs. I know a lot of Jacobs. It's actually interesting because J- this Jacob, Jacob Price, is the only one I refer to by Jacob because he didn't try to switch it up later in life. He didn't do the he didn't do the thing where he goes by Jake and then switches it up to Jacob when he wants to be taken seriously. Can you can you guys call me Steven now? Yeah, exactly. no, I mean honestly though, it, it gets like that. It, it, it gets like that. It does. 
Okay, so you're so you went to Odeon with with Sexy Jacob with Sexy Jacob uh, and uh, Alex met us um, and uh, it was just um, it was a heavy room last night. Okay, it was a heavy room last night. When you night. say heavy, you mean in terms of star power or BMI or just the barometric pressure? What's going on? I did I did have some fries. So it was it was me. It, it was me, Jacob, uh, his friend Kevin Lombardo, and Alex at the table next to us. Um, Lombardo. Next to us was um, another table that with Mary Kate um, and a few other friends that I know. But then, then in the corner at a large table, friend of the show Ian Bradley, mm-hmm. uh, DJ Ross, won, DJ Ross won his wife Harley. Heavy room. Recent guest Alexa Chung, and then in in sashayed Imrata. <laughs> in sashayed. <laughs> she she sashayed into the room, and I I took notice, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. Imrata's at the table. I you know I, I'd already been over there to say what's up to Ian and Alexa and Raw etc. You said. It's happening. Yeah, so I, I was like, let me, you know what? I'm going to enjoy my uh, oysters and shrimp cocktail. We had an L.A.-style meal last night. <laughs> oysters and shrimp cocktail? That's an L.A.-style meal. Alex was like, I'm craving an L.A.-style meal because we've been eating at real restaurants for so long in New York that, that I, I haven't had a <laughs> bunless burger and french fries in, in a minute. <laughs> so okay, I, okay. I approach the table. You know, once we're, once we're leaving, um, I go over to, to say bye. and I. You didn't touch the table, did you? I touched the table. I said, hey, Emily, I'm, I'm Chris. I'm Chris. We, we've... we've you know, talked before about, about you coming on how long gone because, you know, podcasts really benefit from cross promotion. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. We have to do it. We should totally do it. Totally. Yeah. And she said to me, she looked me in the eye and she said to me, I've heard you talking about my new relationship. Damn. Which one? And I said, I said, well, I think you need to come on to how long gone and kind of set the record straight. And she agreed with me. Oh, sure. So I'm kind of, I'm, I'm threading, I'm threading the needle because I think that we're the perfect platform for, for Emily to kind of talk about where she's at. Okay. Um, and we, we give her space to do that. We'll give her space for, for her and Eric to, yeah. To lay it all out. Because I'm just sick and tired of page six and all these other rumor mongers kind of spreading lies. Misinformation, honestly. I think it's us as, as podcasters, we must help other podcasters. You know, we kind of have to stick together. Allyship. Yeah, allyship. And I think this is a great opportunity um, for us to do that. So hopefully, you know, we're going to see. I, I, I've been chatting today, but we'll see if we can confirm um, a time and place uh, with her. So I was... It was a it was a big night on the. Her on schedule's the, probably loco, so good luck. Her schedule's loco during Fashion Week. Obviously, she's closing shows. She's opening shows. I mean, it's it's honestly. <laughs> how do you how do you find time? How do you find the time to open and close? You know, grand opening, <laughs> grand closing. Um, HGH. I don't know. It was a big. It was a it was a big night out in Manhattan, and then we have to. We're, we're going to. Um, Ella Ella Imhoff has her show tonight. I'm calling it Ella Cella. Which ha- is a nice has a nice ring to it, I think. If if I do say so myself. So you, yeah, Ella does rhyme with Ella, so that is smart to do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got bars. Okay, this is this is my mixtape. His mind, you know. But then the Tom Browns on Tuesday. We got Tory Burch on Monday. It's a, it's a nonstop New York Fashion Week. Tory Burch on Monday too. Wow. Well, I saw I saw Pookie last night, and she was like. I think you should come to Tori's show, and I said, "Yeah, I think so too." Say less, Pookie. Yeah, it was, it's not—it's nothing for me to go see my hero uh, do what she does best. 
a beautiful uh, <laughs> a genius leader of, of a CEO. Your Phoebe. A CEO. Yeah, exactly. You guys get all excited about your little Phoebe comeback. Meanwhile, Tori's been grinding the whole time, just doing her fucking thing. Chris said, Pookie greater than Phoebe <laughs> in terms of P names that go E. I don't think the, unfortunately, the Phoebe Philo announcement um, of her return, I'm I'm worried that it's it's, she's in one of those, she's backed into one of those corners where she has no choice like she can't deliver. Like there's no way. Like Rihanna and the Super Bowl. Honestly, like there's no way she can deliver at the level people are expecting her to. So it's going to be that weird thing where everybody it's either it's either it's either mid and people pretend to like it because they've wrapped their entire identity in liking Celine for the last 5 years without her around. Mm -hmm. Somebody is brave enough to come out and say this is actually mid. Or it could be great. I think I think it's going to be somewhere in the middle where you get the one of my favorites, it's it's really good for, mm-hmm. and then you sort of add some time, you know, like for for their age, you know, they're really hot for their age, or they're really sure. It was really impressive considering that they just recovered from an injury or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. There could be some type of qualifier going on. No, I mean, I think that's true. I think the world I mean, wants Phoebe's hands were tied. You know, I think the world wants it to be good so bad that it just will be. But I, I do think that like I know what you mean. It's unbelievable. White women that have American Express credit card debt. It was the biggest day. <laughs> it was the biggest day of their life. They're, they they were like, I can finally stop. I can finally turn off on my eBay and real real alerts. There's probably <laughs> going to be new stuff for me to buy. I don't think hashtag old Celine will ever lose its luster. Of course, Mm-mm. but I do think that this this it's 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 strange with a comeback. I mean, it's the same thing with musicians, right? It's like you could. You can either add to and extend your legacy, or you can absolutely tarnish it in one fell swoop. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean, I was joking about the similarities between Rihanna and and the Phoebe, but now I'm starting to feel like maybe there are there are. I mean, like with Rihanna's album that's been delayed for eleven years, there's she's probably feeling that same thing of like, there's no way people are going to really. There's no way, you yeah, know. There, I mean, there, same thing for like Avatar and all these other things where it's like, yeah, you know. It's your, the deck is stacked against you so much. It's really stacked. I mean, Rihanna, it, it is, no, there are some similarities because I think that they both kind of uh, went out uh, at the top of their game, let's say. Mm-hmm. And I think that Rihanna is teasing music by saying, I, re- I want it, I'm like, I'm down to do something weird, which is her protecting herself basically mm-hmm. by being like i'm i'm gonna put out my little yachty album and you guys aren't gonna get it right. and that's gonna save me from it being like bad almost sure you know sure um which is i mean it's not a bad idea but also i think that rihanna it, it's it's she she's fucked herself she took too long yeah the real releasing your yachty album is like the like a master cleanse like it's nobody's gonna have fun doing it it's going to suck, but I just had to get it out of my system so I can go back to eating Chick-fil-A or whatever. It feels sometimes like the get out of my deal. <laughs> you know what I mean? When, when like, you, Oh, right, right, right. You're like, all right, I'm going to put out. I got something for you. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it's just totally. I'm going to release seven albums this year. Suck on that. Yeah, exactly. I got seven records in me. I'll be out of this deal, and then we're going to renegotiate. That's, that's what it kind of feels like. But Rihanna's backed into a corner. Phoebe's, the Charlie Method. Phoebe's backed into a corner. Um DJ Them Jeans um, not backed into a corner, <laughs> thank God. And yeah. you're able to release re- remixes whenever you want. And I want you to know that from a fan and a friend and a, and a coworker. My Substack and my Beatport are booming. Thanks to everyone for supporting. <laughs> you guys are my rocks. Um, no, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm deep in Valentine's Day zone over here in Cali. Tonight will be my third 
Valentine's Day activation of the week. Jesus Christ, dude. I honestly, man, I can't do it. Like this isn't it's not even a real holiday. Like I don't I mean, I guess it's a reason to have a party. And I saw you went to one of uh Pia and Davide's, you know, pasta fests. That was that was one of them. That was a, a Valentine's Day activation, even though I was the only one wearing pink. <laughs> okay, so you had your, you <laughs> you pulled your Victoria's Secret out of out of the out of the story. No, pink the color, not the brand. Oh, I'm sorry. I got so I thought you maybe because I know they make sweatpants for the WNBA chicks that say pink on the butt. Could you imagine? I mean, that, oh damn, that'd be sick if you if you wore that to a Valentine's Day party. It's pretty funny. Finally, some dick sucking pants that fit me. So that I did see. I mean, I always see pasta content, obviously from these events, but that pasta did look particularly good to me. I have to say. So if you could kind of walk us through what that oh, looked gladly. like. Well, f- first of all, the 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 Gucci Osteria that was that was oh I forgot impromptu V day number one. Okay, Jason's okay. Jason, this is the most I've never. Jason hates spending money, as you guys all know. He's a known kind of cheapskate, and mm-hmm. you spent. I, I want to know the total. I pull up the pull up the MX app on your phone and let me know what the total was at Gucci Osteria because I was stunned stunned at the total <laughs> shocked well i mean much much like gucci clothing you're paying for the the name not the uh quality and craftsmanship okay um all right february 7th gucci eight hundred fifty-eight fifty-nine. all right so jason spent 858 dollars on a meal at a uh high-end retail store this isn't <laughs> this isn't Noma. This isn't Le Bernadin. This isn't Gramercy Tavern. This is not. This is not even. <laughs> well, it's not inside the Gucci store. It's it's above it. Okay. Yeah. I know. Thank you. I know it's it's in the same building. <laughs> Just because it's above it does not mean it's metaphorically above it. So you spent eight hundred fifty eight dollars at the Gucci store on some tiny bowls of pasta. Is is what I'm guessing. But you did mention. Uh-huh. That the bread service was to die for. Do you think that's worth five hundred alone? <laughs> no, it it was a tasting menu, which is not anything that you and I really grasp for or run towards. It's always you know a tricky business, and I think it kind of delivered. There's they have three different menus. One of them was called like Cali State of Mind, and was offering like whimsical, wow, California inspired cuisine. Um, did not get that one, just got the standard tasting menu, but it was, I mean, it was all definitely quite good. I wasn't really, I was really not expecting it to be good, but how many courses, how many courses? I'd probably say eight to 10. And you couldn't afford the wine, you couldn't, (laughs) you couldn't afford the wine pairing, right? Uh, the wine pairing, I could not afford that would have added another three hundo plus tax and and uh, included gratuity to that. So that would that would probably push me into the twelve hundo range. So you guys just had so so you guys just had um you guys just had some had a couple cock uh, had had I had a one couple martini, a couple peronis had one <laughs> yeah uh, keep these heinies coming guys um, <laughs> no we had I had we had like a couple glasses of wine each so we didn't get the full okay full tasting wine pairing situation but that would have just been overload like way too much how much and just one other quick question how much was the valet valet was only 15 with validation from from gucci austria <laughs> okay so the with the tip you're getting out of there well knowing you you probably asked for for five ones and you gave the guy 18 instead of 20 but 
guess I guess that's fine after spending eight fifty. No, no, no. Meal. It was a solid, solid two zero. Don't worry. So what was the? So what out of the eight courses um, that that I'm sure dragged on that felt like a fucking Berlin marathon? How much? Or excuse me, what, what what was your favorite? What really stuck with you besides the bread basket? And at any restaurant, if the bread and butter is is really good, it's always it's always it's a good sign. Be the it's a good sign on the menu, and it's and it was also especially good because when you have a tasting menu, it's like the chef decided to bring out these little things, and it's like a bowl full of like seeds or like unpopped popcorn or like rocks seeds and seeds seeds and broth on rocks <laughs> it's always just a bowl full of rocks or salt or pine cones or unpopped the, the, kernels the, the, or whatever and then two little bites on top of it those the, we had some of those some amuse bouches it was like a little rolled up taco and like a little parmesan crisp thing but the, the bread and butter like and here's our bread and butter and the butter was shaped in like the the form of a Gucci bee, and it had some bee pollen on top of it. Perfectly soft, super yellow. Oh, they make their own bread, okay. and the bread was just like something about it was just too good. And then when you're at a tasting menu, it's like here's the little bread bite, and then now it, we're gonna pour some fucking broth from an oyster shell into how many? Hold on, hold on. What's the edible? Fl- what's the edible flour count in this in the total meal? Or, zero. Or are we l- zero. Zero. Okay, that's good. Okay, that's good. How many of the eight dishes, not including the bread, obviously, um, do you think tweezers were used in the in the kind of building? Half. Half of them. Okay. Okay. So four of eight required tweezers. Mm-hmm. Actually, maybe less. Maybe only like two or three. How many of how many things were in a broth? Um, only one thing was in a broth, but, okay. but a, a couple things were in like, um, there was some type of white thick foam sauce on top of it. So like there was one dish that was sort of like, um, it was like a potato foam that was covering like a quail egg and some caviar. So when they hand it to you, there's like a bowl full of caviar and quail egg and all this crazy stuff. But on top of it is just white. It's just a bowl, a white bowl with white. So it's like super minimal. It makes you wonder. Then you put your your spoon in there and then the caviar comes out and you're like, ooh. Or the final dish, which was probably my favorite one, was like this Wagyu short rib that was covered in a zabayon sauce, which is like a thick kind of savory egg custard kind of thing. I've never been to that. Is that the place next to Salazar where the bands play or is that something different? <laughs> That's Zebulon. So close, Chris. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. my bad. My good. bad. I'm sorry. My bad. Okay. But they had, they had two dishes where it was just like white plate white foam and then you have to dig in to go inside which which is fine i guess but it's a little i think a menu should only have one of those styles they gave you two air force one dishes instead of just instead yeah. of just one but but they're like we would they would drop the bread and butter and you'd eat the bread and be like it's so fucking good and then they come by <laughs> and they're like you want some more bread and i'm like sure like it, it was it, they or and then they would just like bring you like you don't have to be like oh can we can we get actually some more butter? I'm so sorry. Like, okay. It's just so, so, like, so you're they saying, just see okay. it and they're like, they just drop okay. it. So you're saying when you pay, I eight, could have eaten two loaves of this bread and they would have happily given it to me. Okay. So when you pay eight fifty for an eight course tasting menu at the Gucci store in Beverly Hills, <laughs> they, they do give you bread is what you're saying. And they keep it coming. Bottomless. It's like, it's like the cheddar Bay biscuits at, at red lobster. They just, okay. It's bottomless. So Thank you're saying the, the Gucci Osteria has an Olive Garden style bread program um, as far as the frequency and and consistency. Mm-hmm. They want you to fill up on the bread, I guess. And you don't so you don't feel any any remorse, spender's remorse, 
like maybe the time we went to Mother Wolf and got fleeced for six hundred each. You don't feel you you don't you don't feel any of that. You feel like it was worth the money, and you're proud to 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 spend. Fuck no. Okay. Fuck no. Okay. So you. Okay. So. Definitely not. I mean, it's when is it ever <laughs> worth the money? Nothing is worth the money. That's the problem. Um, except experiences, of course. I never have any of the like once once the when when you're making a large purchase, it's just like well. That happened, and there's no real point. Like the way that my brain works is just like I've already gone to the end of the conversation that you have with yourself, so, and we're and we're done. You know, there's no need to be like, oh, well, I shouldn't have done that. Well, here's the problem. Here's the problem, Jason. You've never been surfing in Bali, and that's why you'll never understand kind of what what when spending works you know what i mean like you need to have some you need to get out of the money expand and ex- on that chris i just think you need to look at experiences a little more like when you saw big ben for the first time <laughs> i bet you i bet you felt something you were like this plane ticket was worth the money i was you know floored. What I mean? Where I was floored. you were you were floored it's, you're like that is a big ass clock thank you babe this is really cool <laughs> but i think that I, I think that when you're exchanging money for food no matter how much you like food you're right it can only be so good like i don't think it's gonna transform your life to pay nine hundred dollars for some pasta it made it made me feel i mean actually we did talk about it afterwards and it was mostly um you know in any situation like that when you are in a a position of privilege because of okay relax being a nepo baby or because of being just a hard worker who's dope at their job it was more of just like hey isn't it awesome that we can just do that and we don't have to like you know eat top ramen for the next month or like our kid doesn't have to go to a public school if we had a kid because we decided to eat at the gucci store or something you know i would rather eat top ramen to be to be honest with you is i mean i don't think i don't think that the experience would be as good um but i i do think that i would be as satisfied this is not a joke like i think that i would truly be like i i feel fine like i don't i don't think that like the experience is different and the the sensations are different, but I think the satisfaction I would feel might be similar. Yeah, well, you know, food is not your love language the way it is for me. Food is your death grip, perhaps. No, but I think you could, I think you might be the same way. Like, I think you could feel just as satisfied from something that is much, much cheaper and considered. Yeah, to, Del Taco. Yeah, I just. Maybe th- not Top Ramen. Yeah, maybe not top ramen, but you know what I mean. Like the the I know what you the, mean. the sentiment is like I think that what you're paying for from a Jimmy John's sandwich. Well, definitely, Jimmy. I mean, that's no question. Especially if you get chips, that's crazy, dude. Um, but I think that <laughs> I think that the I think that the point is though that that what you're paying for at this place is more the experience is is the reality because I'm sure the service was amazing. I'm sure the flatware in yeah. china was incredible you know i'm sure everything tastes great but it's more about the whole thing yeah and unfortunately nowadays it's also more about you know the taking a selfie in the full length mirror um with like the gucci wallpaper in the background as a as a flex which surprisingly very dirty mirror well absolutely needed to be cleaned jason everybody can improve on something and our friends over the gucci the hostess had one job the ho- the, the gucci osteria could get some windex <laughs> i um before we, okay well let's let's move into pasta number two um that i was mm-hmm. asking Segunde. that i was asking about um what was going on because it looked I, I i think it's very hard I, I just imagine that it's hard to cook pasta well for a large group yeah you know, that seems difficult to me it is honestly it sounds like a nightmare but you're saying this pasta you had at some sort of event space 
in Los Angeles, um, made with Barancini olive oil, of course, mm-hmm. um, was was delicious. Yeah, and shout out to to Pia and Davide for hosting a delicious dinner event. It was this place called the Olive Atelier. They were, they had the pasta where they used the big Parmesan Parmesan re- wheel. You know what I mean? That big kind of like two foot wide wheel of, of Parmesan that probably costs a thousand dollars and. Yeah, instead of finishing a pasta in a pan, you finish it in this Parmesan wheel and it, you know, picks up the cheesy flavor. I always thought it was a bunch of bullshit, like a novelty showy thing, and there's no way that it's it seems like a waste and a disrespect of disrespecting such a amazing ingredient that takes months or years to make. Uh but this it really did deliver. He did a cacio pepe in it and it mm. was it was cooked by this this pizza restaurant called La Mora. Yeah, which yeah. Is it's very good. I've had it's that. It's all very, very good. Yeah. Um, but I had only had their frozen pizza or some shit probably. But the the guy from La Mora was, was there making that pasta and all the salads. And it was all really fucking good. Amazing Caesar. Amazing bread and butter. I think he maybe it was Bub and Grandma's. But okay. I don't know, all in all, I was quite impressed with it. I had multiple servings of it. Amazing meatballs. Fantastico. I did some indoor cigar smoking. Okay, wow. So while I've been starving myself to fit into these samples for Tori on Monday, you've been carb loading mm-hmm. over in LA celebrating Valentine's Day. What is the third event? Is this the Director's Bureau party tonight yeah. hosted by... Tonight is the Director's Bureau. Executive ex- executive producer Chris Chang. Yeah, and the poor guy, he's got to go to Japan the very next morning. So he's got to like stay up and do an all-nighter and then go to the LAX oh. at like 5 in the morning. Pray for Chang. What is the... um? Okay, what's going on at this party? Do you have to wear a costume? Are you dressing up like Cupid or anything? No, I think you just have to dress up as uh, you know, a sexy uh, sexy baby or something. Who knows? Okay, no problem. I, I think I'll just have a... <laughs> uh, no problem. Business as usual for me, but yeah, we, we actually went over there we uh we went over there yesterday the pacific tote company we're gonna do a, a how long gone pacific tote collab a couple pieces we we're just there finalizing it in not unlike the way tori birch would maybe finalize some of the samples for okay. some handbags or flats so we're 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 fine yeah we're doing a tote bag with with um the the pacific tote company the the coppola owned company so this is kind of my i feel like this summer we're gonna get the photo of sophia kind of deplaning um <laughs> with some of her some of her notebooks and, and inspiration for her next film kind of in the how long gone tote do you think that's a possibility is that that crazy for me to think when shorty deplanes oh man oh baby don't don't get me started um i'm excited yeah we're making a tote and a little pouchy um for those of you who don't need a big tote or don't make any money um mm-hmm. so we're gonna have both of those on off on offer in the near future high quality products the best you know? honestly the best it costs money i don't know what to tell you but yeah it's a tote bag i use all the time whenever i travel it's rock solid super strong brass zippers and stitching and canvas construction this thing could survive a plane crash not jason saying construction we have to move on um <laughs> the only jason the only kind of construction you can talk about is fucking drywall let's let's oh, keep this who, who, who? <laughs> um I, we need to talk about some breaking news um, with a uh, former friend of mine, Jeffrey Star. <laughs> Are you guys former friends? I didn't know that. I, I did spend some... You and Jay Money? I spent some time with Jay Money back in the Warp Tour days. Um, she was a fixture on, on the Warp Tour circuit. Um, she was turning out straight emo guys like it was her job. Was she was she a she back even back then? Yeah, 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 yeah. So back when she was only a Coke dealer, yeah, still it, identifying. Exactly, a Coke dealer with great nails. 
<laughs> Jeffrey has been teasing a a relationship with an NFL player, showing some hand holding, showing both of them holding firearms. They took a selfie in front of a mirror that had a a nine millimeter with a silencer on it on the counter of the of the bathroom, which seems a little ex- which it seems a little extreme, a little a little normal activity, just some classic uh, Mikey MDC behavior and. <laughs> um, so, so the cosmetic mogul has been teasing fans and upsetting NFL wives since the season ended, hinting at a romance with a pro football player. And so today it comes out that it's some guy named Taylor Lewin, a veteran offensive lineman. Taylor Lorenz? Taylor Lorenz is dating Jeffree Star. Taylor Lewin. But apparently this was all just a ploy to promote a new podcast. Mm. Damn, that was some sick marketing there. Sick marketing. Jeffrey and Taylor made the big reveal Friday, two days before the Super Bowl, and Jeffrey hopped on Taylor's podcast, Bussin' with the Boys. <laughs> Bussin' with the Boys? Bussin' with the Boys. So so I guess I guess Jeffrey is going to have a have a podcast with this guy, and they've been faking a or teasing a romantic relationship featuring weapons and, you know, like bad hair dye. To kind of promote the podcast, so it's making me think. So, are they faking it or are they teasing it? Is it real or has this all just been a joke marketing trick? I believe it was a marketing trick. I mean, he might have he might have hit a few times. You know what I mean to solidify mm-hmm. the relationship. I I don't want to speculate, obviously, um, but it seems like. So, I guess my question is, you know, what are we? We have to step our promotional game up. Like, I need. I don't know what we can do. But like, I don't know what we can do to kind of compete with these celebrities who can we be bussing with but well these celebrities to, keep, to move the chains like yeah. like taylor has <laughs> these celebrities keep coming for our jobs how can we compete with someone like jeffree star i, I mean i i just don't know what we can do i, I don't know I, I don't know what we can do I, I mean it's like between jason bateman and jeffree star what the fuck what is how long gone supposed to do well i think you know the target demographic of of a jeffree star person are just you know toxic people who work at the mall so it's not really it's not really affecting our bottom line. I don't think, Jason. That's not tr- that's not true. I want I want Sephora employees everywhere to listen to How Long Gone. Don't do that. Oh, it's not. No, no. This this these are people who got turned down at Matt at the Mac counter and have to work at Wetzel's. Like those are the people who are really okay, riding. You okay, know? okay. Not not okay, because okay. they're bad workers, just simply because of their their previous criminal record or whatever. Okay. Yeah. No. There's definitely a few shoplifting charges and maybe a possession not intent to distribute, but that's just because mm-hmm. they kind of <laughs> they had done a lot of it already. Ready. So the Huffing community doesn't even know how to use podcasts. So okay, so I, you I think, think we're, we're okay safe? You now. think we're you, okay? You think we're safe? Okay, they good. do know you. They know YouTube, so it's a little tricky. That's why all those people have to have video podcasts. Yeah, no, you're right. The video podcast. Yeah, you're right. I'm a little. I'm. A, I was just feeling the heat a little bit, but thank you for kind of reassuring me. The cream rises to the top. Don't worry. I know you. you we know Jason. You're creamy. You've said it in print. <laughs> um, I. Uh, I've also. I've been checking out some. There, there was a lot of like good new music this week. And it's it's giving me it's it's giving me hope that guitar music truly could be returning. You're talking about Kalela? Kalela? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about um there's a band called Narrowhead and it sounds like Texas is the reason, like Sunny Day Real Estate, and it's really good. And I was like, damn, this is slapping. And then there's another band called Crushed that sounds kind of like a little trip hoppy. Like a little like I, I, it's something that you might really like, and it's also really good. And and I'm just kind of like, it's making me feel positive. You know, it's making me feel like um, like there's there's a light 
uh, at the end of the tunnel. Okay, I've never heard of either of those bands. Yeah, it's it's two things that you might like. It's two things that you might like, and I mean, I was gonna, I was wasn't gonna mention the New Yola Tango because I probably you you probably wouldn't like that, but I, I just wanted to put those on your radar because they've I've been really. I heard it's their best album in the last forty years. Okay, well, yeah, honestly, it's great, uh, and they have been around for quite a long time, uh, much like you. So maybe you should show them a little more respect. No, I, I mean I literally heard that it's their new album is the best album in forty years. Did you hear that from Did you hear that from Pitchfork or your brother Chris? I saw it on in <laughs> online somewhere. I don't remember. It was probably from like a, a music journalist's Twitter account or something like that. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely Steve, Steve Hyden material on mm-hmm. on, on. I'm on sure Twitter. Yola Tango is good. I just don't have the time for that kind of music, you know. Uh, no, I understand. I understand. When you, there's so much ambient music to listen to that you really can't tell the difference between, I totally understand not having time for forty year old guy, fifty year old guys with guitars. That's why I like it. When you can't tell the difference between it, yeah, that's where your third eye actually unlocks. No, that's a good. That's a good point. I have to. I have to give you. I have to give you props on that. I agree with you. <laughs> so, what are you tonight for this event? What do you are you? Do you have to dress up, or or is it or is it casual? I think it's. I think it'll be a little casual, dressy, nothing too crazy. But I don't. I don't want to go too wild because of Super Bowl tomorrow. But I, I'm. I really don't want to do the Super Bowl thing where you just like drink. 11 beers over the course of an afternoon and you just feel awful you know so lo- the the good people over at space tea dropped off you know 50 things of mushroom oh so hibiscus tea so you're combining your love with um low dosage psychedelics with your love for nfl football Yes. this is cool I, I wonder yeah you might be the only person doing this you you've really you've really found a nice line to tow i don't know like Drinking is cool, but I don't feel the need to drink inside my own house that much. Like I usually will only drink when I'm out and I need a little social lubricant for my anxiety. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what? It's true. Bitch, you do not have anxiety. Shut the fuck up. Well, some if I'm at a table with, you know, having dinner or drinks with a bunch of people, uh, I'm I'm much more at ease once I've got uh couple martinis in me you know what i mean of course no no of course i mean i think that's that's true for true for most people i have anxiety just like everyone everyone has anxiety chris come on okay okay. all right dr tj um (laughs) well i mean i think the super bowl so what is on the so i'm gonna do mush i'm gonna do some a little bit of mushrooms and i'm gonna watch okay and i'm I'm watching for the commercials okay of course i know you're a big ad age guy and you can't wait for the breakdown of which celebrities did the which commercials i know that's the most important kind of wrap up for you oh yeah there's nothing like there's nothing lamer than agency guys discussing commercials from the super bowl it makes me insane yeah and it's a bummer once you like follow the all those accounts on social media and i've I've already seen every super bowl ad that's going to run like every time the the guy from breaking bad is going to do a crazy thing where he eats cereal for geico or something or don't do don't bring up brian cranston when he's riding high off his kith campaign okay (laughs) i i don't i'm not gonna I'm not going to let you do that to the legendary actor, Brian Cranston, who I said today on Twitter looks like the guy in front of you at Maru who's ordering a matcha. <laughs> they really have these these actors. Like, do you not have a, a ch- I guess the problem is they have kids and the kids think this stuff is cool and tell them to do it. Whereas I would hope the kid would be like, dad, don't do this. This is fucking whack. But the kids probably like, I get Kith for free for the rest of my life. This is sick. Yeah, for sure. And you don't care that you're dad who's whatever 59 years old 
is dressed like a guy who sells fake watches on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, he's he's got the he's got the Richard Milley for the low low, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you can't even, I don't have papers, but trust me, it's it's legit. No box, no pay. I was actually talking to uh, a, 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 this guy Mike Nouveau, who you probably know, who's a who's yeah. a watch dealer now, who's blown up on TikTok. A fellow ex DJ turned influencer. He was like, box and papers are fake. No one actually cares about that. He's like, it's a controversial opinion, but like, that's actually, no one actually cares. Like, if you want something, you're going to fucking buy it. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, you know, depending on why you're buying the watch, I guess if you're buying it purely as an investment, you might want it because, you know, the person buying it from you next might demand it. But if you just like like the watch, I don't give a fuck about the papers. What am I going to do? No, I think that, I think it's a little bit of a thing that like people say, you know, but I think you could also, they, they'll live without it if, if, uh, if they want right. something bad enough, which, which I understand. Yeah. Cause people, people act that act like if the watch doesn't have the paperwork or the original box, then it is 1000% fake as if it's not possible that a watch that's 30 years old could have maybe had like <laughs> yes, the paperwork yeah. misplaced like do you have yeah 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 do you yeah, still yeah, have yeah. the the warranty manual from the microwave that you bought in 2009 no no one keeps stuff like that it's clutter jason we're always trying to declutter our lives oh, yeah. um, especially after sarah jane ho's podcast i've been really trying to declutter i know i know so i learned so much from sarah jane i, I can't wait to ask her um etiquette questions uh whenever i feel like it like I feel I, I'm going to just start kind of texting her whenever I have a quandary um, to kind of to, to kind of keep my life on track. Also, she speaking of that, she did she did drag me about the when she said butter knife is for butter, Jason, mm -hmm. in reference to slicing of, of formally eating a banana with a knife and fork, <laughs> slicing open the peel and then cutting it open. If you Google that task on your computer or phone. The majority of the photos are people using a butter knife to do it. Well, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that these other losers did it did it, did it right. <laughs> it's it, it's very possible that a lot of people did it wrong. I'm going to take her word over yours and Google. Honestly, in this case, okay. Well, no shots. I mean, you know, I just oh, no, that's fine. That's fine. I'm I'm secure with my opinions. Okay, yeah, yeah. Good. I feel dope. <laughs> I feel dope. All right, how long gone? Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, we're, I'm, I'm going to be, we're back with more podcasts uh, next week. Thank God. Um, and um, we have some, we have some great guests lined up. Someone that I've been trying to talk to since I was in high school. Um, so I'm, we're looking very, for, we're looking very forward to next week. Um, for all my people that listen to music that they play in grocery stores, it's going to be a big week for you at How Long <laughs> Gone. Uh, and I'm, I'm speaking of Mikey, I'm actually off in a, in a couple hours to go get fitted for a custom suit finally that's great which uh which criminal is he taking you to which which mafioso location his name is mr lim he's in koreatown I, oh, I think he took okay. john john early there a couple weeks ago for a fitting. yeah well. yeah okay okay so you're not okay i'm just glad you're not going to the back room of an italian restaurant somewhere you know um this i is, wish this is this is yeah you're like i want some oz sticks with my fitting <laughs> this is this is better. I can't wait. It's going to look great. And Mikey knows what he's talking about. So I think you're going to, you know, unfortunately for you, or fortunately for you, can only go custom. Mm -hmm. So that it's nice that you have a shaman to help you because it is, it's, there's a lot of choices to be made. It's like kind of confusing, I think. So oh, he'll yeah. lead you, he'll lead you down the right, lead you down the right path. Yeah. The amount of decision fatigue when I'm picking out my double breasted old brother. Um, but also, quick shout out 
to, um, speaking of custom made, to the shoe company Morhas. Oh yeah, they get M-O-R-J-A-S. They blessed me with three three pairs of, of custom shoes. Three? Well, I guess I guess once they once they're making the seventeen last, so like all right, fuck it, bro. What else do you want? No, I, you sent me the one pair of the nice kind of like pebble leather uh, brogue. It was looking it was looking very nice. Thank you. Really yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited. That, I'm excited that you have some real shoes now because you know I've seen you wear Converse to a funeral, and you know sometimes that doesn't go over well. <laughs> so I'm glad I'm glad you, you stepped up. Uh, I don't know. I don't know any better. I know. It's okay. It's charming when you do it. If I did it, they would kick me out. Um, uh, all right. Thank you. How long gone? Uh, we'll talk to you guys uh, next week.